Ron DeSantis may have just ended his entire political career. Not just his run for president, his entire political career. Kids, let this be a warning to you. Never, ever, 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 ever go on CNN. Now, what's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm so excited that you're here and I'm so excited that you've joined us. And man, we've got a lot to talk about. There's a lot going on today. A couple of really uh, wild and wacky things. First of all, everybody always, you know, everybody who's not a fan of Donald Trump or a Trump supporter or somebody who believes that Donald Trump is the best choice to be president of the United States again, those people, um, you know, they have this narrative that, you know, it ain't over till it's over. And we don't, you know, anything could happen when the Iowa caucus, uh, you know, uh, goes underway in, in 10 days. And you know, anything could happen. We don't know what's going to happen yet in this election. Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis still have a chance. Now, if anyone's telling you that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley still have a chance in 2024, you probably shouldn't listen to them. You should probably shouldn't take advice from them at all. Anything those people tell you is either A, a pipe dream, or just B, a flat-out lie, or C, both. And, <laughs> and they should not, those people should not be trusted. Uh, but the other thing is, the more desperate you are, the more desperate you behave. And Ron DeSantis uh, did and said a couple things on CNN yesterday that were a little desperate. We'll get to those here in just a minute. First, though, I want to talk a little bit about the left, specifically Jack Smith, because Jack Smith is having he's having a real tough time battling Donald Trump. And in Breitbart today, uh, there's a uh, there's a report that Donald Trump said, I think he feels like he's losing politically because Jack Smith is, well, losing politically. Donald Trump has filed all kinds of motions and all kinds of complaints. Jack Smith has lost uh, all of his, you know, um, with tertiary briefs and things like that. And when he went to the Supreme Court, they basically told him, no, you, do, you don't get special treatment because you're prosecuting Donald Trump. He knows this court case isn't going to go to court before the election. He's pretty sure that Donald Trump, if he wins, is going to pardon himself and Jack Smith is going to go back to obscurity. And then, of course, there's also the question about whether or not Jack Smith's office is actually even constitutional, which most people say it ain't. He was not appointed appropriately. He was not given the powers by the House and the Senate. He was unilaterally chosen by by Merrick Garland, and he was given powers that no special counsel should ever have been given uh, without congressional approval. So a lot of stuff going on in this guy's head. Also, he's such a creep. (laughs) He just looks so weird. Could you imagine waking up every day and looking in the mirror and being Jack Smith? This is weird with the weird, got that weird purple suit he was wearing that everyone keeps posting photos of and by everyone i mean uh me but anyway let me just read this quickly this is donald trump's statement he said i think smith feels like he's losing politically because i'm leading everybody by a lot trump said when asked about smith during a more than two hour long interview with breitbart news at mar-a-lago i think i'd be leading anyway but i wouldn't be leading by this much people are really angry about the weaponization about a political opponent about a really dumb person taking the justice department uh, it's really easy to figure that out because so many other countries do it, but they're all third world countries. They're all banana republics, but people are angry about it. They don't like seeing where someone would use the FBI, the DOJ and everything to go after a political opponent. This is the most weaponized country. We're not respected. And then he went on and on and on about Joe Biden uh, doing damage to the country. But there have not been a lot of wins in Jack Smith's column. And not only that, Jack Smith continues. And again, this is what happens when people are desperate. When you are so passionate about a cause, when you are so determined to do something, and when that's something that you're so determined to do is so difficult because, A, it's illegal, unconstitutional, immoral, and there's no actual proof uh, 
of of concept. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's literally no proof to anything that Jack Smith is accusing Donald Trump of doing. And this guy's got to go into a federal court and prove it. And if he doesn't, he's a failure to his entire party. I mean, imagine the entire, the hopes and dreams of the entire Democrat dynasty, every single one of the Trump hating leftists and a whole bunch of the uh, never Trump right. They're all counting on Jack Smith to drive the final nail into Donald Trump's presidential hopes and dreams coffin. So yeah, yeah, nail into the coffin. A and he can't do, he can't deliver. And so now he's uh, not only fighting in the courts and, and trying to, 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 um, to gag Donald Trump so he can no longer make comments about this or any other case. He's actually going out there and he's coming up with hogwash and propaganda and psychobabble. And he's trying to let people know or lead people to believe that Donald Trump cannot be president because if he does become president, he is going to incite a nationwide revolution and call on his supporters to kill people. And he's going to do it during the State of the Union address. I'm not kidding. I can't, you can't even make, listen to this from MSNBC. We'll just read again from the filing because this could be right out of a political thriller. Quote, the nation would have no recourse to deter a president from inciting his supporters during a State of the Union address to kill opposing lawmakers to ensure that he remains in office unlawfully. So Donald Trump in Jack Smith's mind, in his warped, twisted, frustrated old mind, like uh, Mr. Potter from the, you're, not, you're nothing but a warped, frustrated old man, Mr. Potter. Uh, Jack Smith, in his mind, says Donald Trump can't be president because he's going to go into the Capitol building at the at the invitation of the Speaker of the House. He's going to walk up to the dais. He's going to stand there and he's going to say, my fellow Americans, the state of the union is to kill all the people that don't want me to be president. Go, go, go. I mean, that's that's literally what he said in the filing, that Donald Trump could use a pulpit like the state of the union to incite violence against Democrats so that he could stay in office forever. That is Jack Smith's concern, that Donald Trump wants to be the dictator that they're trying to paint him out to be. Fun fact, Donald Trump's not the one who's trying to illegally take or stay into power. It's the Democrats. But again, they always accuse their enemies of that of which they themselves are guilty. That's that's a common recurring theme for the Dem Anyway, so we'll be following along with this story because <laughs> I think, you know what? I'd be, I'm, I'm not saying Donald Trump would ever do that. But man, what could you imagine if Donald Trump got up for the State of the Union address and said, the State of the Union is strong and it'll be even stronger if you go out and kill all the Democrats. Dude, I mean, come on. Like, what? what is I don't even think in a movie that would, that wouldn't even be a plausible movie plot. Uh, but but if, if you're filing a federal uh, indictment against Donald Trump, then it's totally possible. And and Jack Smith believes he can get people uh, to believe that. It, it, moving on, but moving on though, because the big story today is Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis was on CNN for a town hall. I don't know why these, I guess, I guess everybody else has kind of already realized that Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley are no longer draws, you know, Fox news and Newsmax. They're like, eh, you know, they're, they're going to be, one of them is going to be second. The other one's going to be third. They're going to go back to whence they came and we're going to be following Donald Trump for the next year. So why do we give him a lot of FaceTime? Why are we actually, why are we actually wasting all of our time with, with these people? We should be chasing, you know, the, uh, the big story, the big lead. And that big story is Donald Trump. Uh, so what they've got, what they what they're doing um, is the candidates that are left in this race 
are heading to other places that don't necessarily get Republicans to give them as much time as they want. Chris Christie, we spoke at length yesterday, was on ABC's The View, and they love Chris Christie because, well, he hates Donald Trump, and so they have a lot in common. Uh, and Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley, not only are they going to do this debate on January 10th, but Ron DeSantis was part of a Caitlin Collins town hall meeting. And he did a lot of things that a lot of people are upset about. First of all, he brought her a gift. Thank you. Thanks so much. Now, great to be back at Grandview. Thanks, CNN. So I heard the other day someone say that Caitlin Collins had some basketball skills. Now, I don't know if that was a mistake or not, but I know in Iowa they have a Caitlin Clark. So I just wanted to give you this as a memento. And... And just respectfully, if the game's on the line and we need a buzzer beater, I'm going with Clark over Collins. So rest assured, her free throws and her threes are much better than mine, Governor. But thank you. Now, uh, apparently it was a T-shirt. It was a it was a Caitlin Clark T-shirt, which apparently was some kind of dig at Nikki Haley. I'm going to be honest with you. I ain't got no idea who Caitlin Clark is. Uh, I barely remember who Caitlin Collins is. Uh, but here's the here's the story. DeSantis appears to jab Haley by giving CNN anchor Iowa basketball jersey. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis appeared to take a shot at his 2024 competitor, Nikki Haley, for seemingly mixing up the names of an Iowa Hawkeyes basketball player and CNN anchor Caitlin Collins. Uh, I heard the other day someone say that Caitlin Collins had. Oh, I see. So Nikki Haley. Oh, I see. So it was a, it was a joke. <laughs> joke. Uh, so uh, Caitlin Collins apparently was mixed up by Nikki Haley. DeSantis's remarks come as both the floor. Okay. Anyway, um, anyway, it wasn't, I, here's the thing. It was very, uh, you have, it's really an inside joke. Uh, but that wasn't even the worst thing he said. The worst thing he said was that, uh, Republicans aren't patriots, or at least the ones that were at the Capitol on January 6th weren't patriots. Patriotism. Did the January 6th insurrectionists display patronism as some of them claim they did no of course not i mean that was not a good day for the country um i think the media has taken that and i think the left has taken that and really tried to politicize it but it was not a good day for the country you know patriotism to me uh, and then he goes on and on and on but but the the fact that he calls out donald trump supporters as not being patriotic is a big problem for well donald trump supporters and you know chris christie was on the view and he was saying look nick Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, they're not going to attack Donald Trump. They're not going to attack his voting base because in 2028, they believe that they're going to be president, one of them, and they're going to need that voting base. Well, if you walk up there and you say these people that went to the Capitol building to peacefully and patriotically make their voices be heard aren't patriots, well, then that's a real problem. He's going to have some backtracking to do today. I'm sure he's going to say, I meant the people that were running around saying lynch Mike Pence. I meant the people that were that were, you know, running around with zip ties and scaling the walls in the Senate building. I meant the people that were stealing the podiums, all those all those kinds of people. But really, the fact of the matter is there were the majority of folks at the Capitol building on January 6th were patriotic Americans, patriotic Americans who did not believe that the election was on the up and up. They did not believe the election results were as valid as most other election results should be. They believed that the court cases or the investigations were not thorough enough and were not complete, and they did not want the ballots certified. Uh, you know, having an opinion about something does not make you anti-American or unpatriotic, uh, and going to peacefully and patriotically protest, which is your right per, um, which one was it? Oh, yes, the First Amendment uh, is is very patriotic. You're exercising the rights 
that were granted to you by God above and solidified by our founding fathers in the Constitution of the United States of America, specifically the Bill of Rights. So this is going to be a problem. And of all the things he said yesterday, I think that's the one that is going to be the worst for him politically. That they, what was it? Did the January 6th insurrectionists display patronism as some of them claim they did? No, of course not. I mean, that was not a good day for the country. No, of course not. If you go to the Capitol building on January 6th during the certification of the electoral ballots, if you wave an American flag or a Trump flag, or if you chant through a megaphone, you're not being patriotic at all. Of course not. Of course you're no patriot. What do you think? But if uh, a black man is killed by a police officer in Minneapolis and you take to the streets and you and you throw bricks and you break things and you uh, ram, ravage businesses and you do it all without a mask, which, by the way, was the mandate in all of those places where those riots happened, then you are you are a social justice warrior. You are fighting for social justice. It's a very it's a very interesting differentiation how Black Lives Matter protesters were were social justice warriors and heroes. Uh, but January 6th protesters aren't even patriot. They're not patriotic at all. And that's Ron DeSantis. It's a guy from Florida. That's a guy from the free state of Florida, one of the most patriotic states around. And he's running to be president of the United States in either now or in 2028. And if he were running successfully in either contest, he would definitely need all of those Trump supporters, not just the ones who were patriotically and peacefully protesting at the Capitol building on January 6th, but all the rest of us who were just sitting at home watching it on TV going, wow, look at those patriotic people standing up for their rights as they're guaranteed to do so in the Constitution of the United States of America. So uh, now, now on one hand, he did, and I will say this, to be fair, he did have one solid agenda point about income tax that I appreciated. Florida as well, you have no income tax. You have said that you believe other states should follow Florida's, follow Florida's lead on that. If you were president, would you eliminate the federal income tax? Oh, I mean, can I stop dreaming? I mean, like, wouldn't you like to eliminate the IRS and have what I would want is I just I think I would eliminate the IRS, have a single rate uh, and, and just do like a flat tax. Uh, I think that would be the ideal tax system uh, to be able to do. Take away the distortions. And what happens is Florida is a good example of this. We have low tax and we cut taxes and yet we attract more investment and our economic base expands. So I run these big budget surpluses where we're paying down debt by lowering rates. I think you look at some of the other states that are high tax states, they tax, they cause businesses to flee and individuals to flee. Then they go back to the well and they tax more and it's like a vicious cycle. So low rates, uh, broad base, ultimately is the best and most conducive to economic growth. But you growth. would push to eliminate the federal income tax. I wanna, I wanna eliminate the IRS. <laughs> Uh, and I would like a flat one single rate uh, flat tax is uh, obviously would, I would only do it if it was lower taxes for everybody. But that is the ideal tax system. And he's right about that. I mean, Florida is a bustling economy because of the uh, zero income tax, because of the tax breaks for businesses. When you when you and, you know, and you can just look at the Electoral College, you can look at the geographic makeup and the and the uh, immigration from blue states to the red state of Florida. What happens is when it's a an economically viable and attractive climate, you bring in more business. More business means more employees. More employees means more people. And that means that more people here are spending money, leaving money in, in Florida. And uh, and all of a sudden you've got the, this big boon. Whereas in California, when you raise the tax rates, people flee. They leave. 
They're like, I can't afford to live here anymore. And the fewer people that live there, the more you have to tax the people who remain because you've still got to make up that deficit. Um, getting rid of the income tax federally would be fantastic. Uh, getting, you know, a flat tax or a fair tax, as Neil Bortz wrote about in his book, would be an awesome idea. Unfortunately for Ron DeSantis, this election isn't about taxes. Uh, this election is about the border and it's about crime. And it's about stopping the border and building a wall. And it's about all of those things. And instead of instead of jumping on the bandwagon or building up that particular uh, that particular point in his in his in his um, you know in his agenda, he's attacking Donald Trump for what, what is, is a broken promises, not doing what he said he was going to do. Um, you know, if he wanted to talk about taxes, sure, that's one thing. But that's not the issue. There's two issues in this race: the border, if you're a Republican, and abortion, if you're a Democrat. And that's what you're going to be battling this race on. And Ron DeSantis doesn't seem prepared to battle on either side. Plus, he's giving Caitlin Collin gifts and he's calling Trump supporters unpatriotic. So, uh, again, I don't know if his campaign managers are just like, you know what? We're tired. Just go out there and say this so we can pack up the caravan and all go back to Florida. I don't know what the plan is. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what I don't know what the scheme, the grand scheme for the for the um, DeSantis campaign is. But it doesn't really seem to be winning the presidential primary or the presidential election. Uh, listen, before we get out of here, I, I got to uh, I got to wrap this up. We've got the big show at noon today, the Mark K show nationwide on all of our Patriot radio network, radio stations and streaming pretty much everywhere we could stream. Um, in addition to that, I do have still uh, this video that I posted at stop the and hundreds of you have already gone to watch it. If you haven't gone to watch it yet, it's still up. Stop the And it's a 30 minute video. It's free to watch. And it's um, it's the seven things that it's the uh, seven reasons why conservatives are overwhelmed, overworked, overtaxed and underpaid and how they're teetering on the brink of financial devastation this year. As I've told you before, 2024, the entire year, Joe Biden will be in office. Uh, if Donald Trump wins, he doesn't take the oath until January of 2025. If Joe Biden wins, God help us. We've got five more years of economic devastation, and you've got to be prepared for it because the cavalry is not coming. Your wages are not going to go up. The prices are not going to go down. The value of your properties are not going to increase. You need to figure out a way to subsidize your income. You need to figure out a way to protect what you have. You need to figure out a way to stabilize yourself in a time of economic tumult. And if you do that this year, you'll protect yourself from the final year of Bidenomics, and you'll be really in a great position uh, when Donald Trump or whichever Republican comes to power next year. So go, it's 30 minutes out of your day. It's fantastic. Oh, I just lost the whole light. Look at that. It's time to wrap up, I guess. It's 30 minutes out of your day. It's fantastic. Stopthelibs.com is where you go. Stopthelibs.com is, uh, is the place to go. You can watch that video and let me know what you think about it too, because I'd love to, I'd love to hear your thoughts. Listen, we got to get out of here, but we have so, we're going to be back next week with five new episodes of Mark K Saves the Republic. Subscribe, like, share, make sure that you're listening. If you missed an episode, go go binge listen. Go back and binge all the old ones because the information that we bring you every single day is so important. We want to make sure that you are armed and informed and inspired to go out and do what needs to be done to save the republic.